sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. And now, from NPR and Public Radio International, Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And this is Pop Culture Continuum. Oh, we are from that. Kiev. Yes. Live from Kiev. Before we start, I think I'd like, uh, we have a lot of new listeners since this is the new year, and this is the music episode that everyone clamors for every six months. I'd just like to give a little origin of our show. Uh, about five years ago, John had a podcast called Pop Culture, and I had a, it started as a science uh, podcast, but I didn't know enough science, so it just became a, a uh, time travel podcast called Continuum. And we met in the streets of San Diego and uh, just like I was giving out cards about my podcast and he was out giving out cards about his podcast. And we met each other, our eyes locked and and pop culture continuum was born. It was in the gas lamp district. Is that what they call it? Yeah, I, I can't remember. Um, yeah, Pat was gaslighting me. And here we are. A very good movie. I know it's more of a term now, but that's a good movie. Never seen it. Starring an old Angela Lansbury in 1922. Oh, yeah. She was really old back then. Did, was that a Hitchcock? I, if it, if, no. I think it was. It wasn't? Okay. I don't. I have no idea. Was Ingrid Bergman in it? I don't think so. Okay. I think the only famous person was Angela, Angela Lansbury playing the maid. I don't think it was Hitchcock. Yeah, probably not. Um, anyway, yeah. So, you know. Pat put his chocolate in my peanut butter, and now we have a whole new podcast. And the old other podcasts are, have been destroyed. Yep, by the government. Yep. It was Ingrid Bergman. You're right. Yeah, I at least know something about that movie. And it wasn't Hitchcock. You're wrong. Oh, I don't know that much. Yeah, this this week we're doing a best of 2015 in music. Part, part two. two. Part two. That's always funny, you know, because Hot Shots, hilarious. Was that the first Hot Shots was called that, or was that the Part second? Part it would have been, it should have been the first one, oh. if they'd had any, any concept of how humor worked. Was Charlie Sheen in Hot Shots? Yes, he was. That's what I thought. Um, now, do you watch It's Always Sunny as it airs, like on Hulu? No, or do you... I don't. I haven't, I haven't seen it for a while, actually. Oh. I don't know why I... I fell out with that why oh they had an electric boogaloo joke in the most recent episode no that's that's kind of an old joke by now i think that was the point of the joke oh okay as long as yeah all right um i know what's what's a good sequel that you can use that people don't use all the time i mean i think people use the legend of curly's gold too so that's no good um the empire strikes back nobody uses that one but that does that doesn't have the number you need two yeah, that's that's true. Uh, Tokyo Nights, no Tokyo Drift. I don't know any of those Fast and Furious. Did I tell you I watched some of those when I was in Europe? And they were better there. What? They were dumb, dude. Okay. I don't know. I don't get it. People love them. Yeah, you did mention that in the email. How Europe is really backwards because their TV has the wrong language. It yeah, it's weird, dude. I was like going back to uh, Babylonian times and shit. English motherfuckers. Number one 
on our list for the best of best songs. This was, number one was chosen by you, but I agree with it. Yeah, there were a few you picked, and I was like, because I got your list first before I gave you mine, which is how I was planning it, because I was like, shit, I hope, I hope Pat picks some of these so I can pick different ones. Um, yeah, you picked a, a few of mine that were on my list, and I freed me up. Um, yeah, Joanna Gruesome, honestly, do your worst. So, um, just noise pop. Yeah, very 90s. Yeah, uh, they're from Wales. Um, obviously, the uh, a reference to Joanna Newsome, which is kind of funny to me. Because she's so pretentious and serious. And uh, this is not. But uh, only, yeah, I mean, I've I've had... They might have even been on the podcast before. I can't remember what we've done in all our best ofs. Um, but the the singer left, like, right after this album. So Really? Yeah. So they, they're done? Or are they going on? No, they're going on with different singer, yeah. And have you heard? No, nothing, haven't heard anything. I think, I'm assuming the singer's, like, the new singer's touring with them and shit. Yeah. But, well, that uh, kind of sucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, you're putting out, you're touring on a CD, and the person singing on the tour is not on the CD. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, really weird. So, um, but I don't know. Greener pastures, I guess, for her. I mean, we'll probably never hear from her again. Did they replace her with another woman, or did they replace him with a man? Robot. Oh well, okay. So it's a it's a market improvement then. Cause robots are perfect. Yep, sing perfectly in pitch. Although it's one of those auto tune robots, so it might be a little annoying when you hear it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say. like. I think there's gonna it's gonna be as usual kind of. Me and Pat's, the stuff we gravitate towards is what shows up on here a lot. I, we were talking before the break. I was like, I'm kind of bummed I didn't get any, like, hip-hop into my top ten. But I was trying to be honest and like, these songs that really stick out in my head and, and that I sing along to and remember the most. Um, this is one of them. So here is Joanna Gruesome. Honestly, do your worst. first pick camera shy you're only one from my hometown of oakland Whoa. represent holla have you seen them no i haven't um i didn't even actually know they were from oakland until uh doing the research for this uh but this is another one in our wheelhouse it's basically indie pop like it's like the kind of stuff i've been listening to since the 80s yeah, definitely. Uh, it kind of made me think of the Sundays. Yeah, I was going to say Sundays or like the the Cardigans when they were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just it's just two two people, um, and I guess they came from like a kind of shoegazy band before, but this is more just indie pop, like I said. The uh, Cardigans they never got bad; they just stopped. Well, I don't know. Didn't they did that one really terrible song that was uh, a hit, right? 
Well, that was early. That was one of their first CDs. Yeah, the the make me make or however. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I even like that, even though it's. I understand why you say it's terrible. Yeah. I they I saw them. They were fun. At yeah. The Fillmore in San Francisco. I would think they would be fun. There's a Fillmore in Philadelphia now. I've complained about it previously, but there is some good things about it. They they I don't know how much they're paying him, but their uh, Questlove is an artist artist in residence there. He has his own studio and like a, a whole back room that he can use anytime he wants. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Do they uh do they pat you down at that Fillmore? Have you been there? No, I've, the the first act there was Hall of Notes, so you might have liked that. But I've I've been there. Your hometown heroes. Yep. I uh yeah, it, it bugs me that they pat you down at the Fillmore here in San Francisco because I, I remember seeing uh, Nick Lowe and Robin Hitchcock. I'm like, dude, there's no fucking bangers coming to this show. We're all old, <laughs> middle aged white people. Don't all clubs pat you down, or is it like more no. invasive? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it is. They are more invasive than other clubs that do. I mean, a lot of clubs will be like, uh, let me check your bag or whatever. But I got patted down when I went to see Doug Love's movies doing. What do they call it when they make fun of the movie? Oh yeah, the Benson in- movie interruption. Benson the movie interruption of Revenge of the Nerds. They patted me down, and I had applesauce, and they made me throw it out. They made you throw down applesauce. Throw yeah, applesauce. Can't bring anything outside in. I just think it's funny that you were carrying applesauce. Did you have a spoon, or were you just going to like it's, ram it down your throat? It's the 90s, man. They have the things that come out, you squeeze them right squeeze into your them. mouth. Oh, yeah, like that Go-Gurt. Nothing like the Go-Gurt, because Go-Gurt is not real yogurt, nor is it real applesauce. Yeah, it's, it's all just disgusting chemicals mm-hmm. uh, with flavor, flavor enhancers. Are there any chemicals that aren't disgusting? Uh... I would say, huh, that's a good question. Um, I can't think of anything funny for that, so I'm just going to say no. Here is Camera Shy, You're Only One. My pick, number three. Number three. These aren't in order of anything except the time of the year they came out. Yep, exactly. No, we don't. It was hard enough just picking ten. We're not going to try to then rank them. Yeah. Um, Would make any sense anyway. No, it's it's dumb to rank music. Although it's also fun. Like most dumb things, it's fun. Um. Oh, that reminds me. All right, here's here's one I thought of. Just because. Uh, we haven't had Michael Morris on in a while, and I feel like we have to 
force ourselves we to watch had, something. Like, we had him on last week, but go ahead. I feel no. I feel like we have to force ourselves to watch something shitty in his absence. Um, this is an idea for maybe our next podcast. Tell me what you think. Uh, Blazing Saddles versus that uh, Adam Sandler Netflix. Movie. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I think it sounds like fun. Yeah, because the. <laughs> I'm, I often defend Adam Sandler, but nothing about that makes me want to say it. So, nope. hey, most uh, most streamed movie ever on Netflix. Really? Yep. Man, I wonder why that is. they they did push it a lot. Like they really advertised it, so maybe that pushed it to the top, or maybe just the fact that it's it's the first original movie they've done. Yeah, with and it's Adam Sandler, who's a you know known. Right, pretty popular. Yeah, even he's he's both popular and hated. And hated, yeah. Oh, I was looking at something there talking about things that are popular compared to how much things are talked about. And I don't think I realized how. What, the divide between the two? How lowly rated. Yeah, I just didn't realize how lowly rated Game of Thrones. Why I should have realized that because it was on HBO. And I should have realized this. But Breaking Bad especially. I thought that was would have been really highly rated, but it wasn't that high. Breaking Bad. Yeah, no, but but it was, you know, that's I think that's how things work now. I mean, if you're like really high. You know, Big Bang Theory's like the number one rated show or whatever, but right. But that doesn't surprise me. But also, a very highly rated show is The Walking Dead, which is shocking to me. I, oh yeah, I don't think that would be at Breaking Bad level because it's a cable. Sh- but it's also zombies, but it's so super like, popular. But Breaking Bad is more, you know, it's a hard sell. For I haven't seen it yet, but I do hear that aside from the second season, it's good. Well, Breaking Bad. Or uh, no, Walking uh, Dead. Uh, Walking Dead second season's not that good. The rest is supposed to be good. Yeah, I watched the first season and I was like, eh. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the Two of the most highly touted episodes, I don't think I've seen them, of Breaking Bad were directed by the guys directing the second uh, installment, installment of the Star Wars series. So. Oh, who's doing that? Ryan, what's his, Ryan Johnson? Or Ryan, I think that's his name. Something Ryan like O'Neill? That. Yeah. Tatum is actually replacing Carrie Fisher. Oh, and Shaquille is replacing Mark Hamill, so it is going to be a star-studded cast. Oh, that'll be awesome! Yeah, well, Carrie Fisher looks too old. I think we've all learned that from this movie. I think it's funny, you know, like they they talk about like how she doesn't look, you know, young anymore. They don't say that about Mark Hamill or Harrison Ford. They don't mm-hmm. look exactly like spring chickens. Yeah, Harrison Ford's like his. Or first of all, he's older than everyone else, so he should look much older, and he does. His face is like a huge crag. Yeah, but what's wrong with it? Nothing. As I get older, I begin to appreciate the uh, weathered faces. Really? I guess I haven't hit that age yet. No, I'm just joking. Of course, we we all lust after us uh, 16-year-olds, but you know, I I would like this podcast service. to end immediately, and I would like you arrested. Bilal, Money Over Love, featuring Kendrick Lamar. Uh, I like. I mean, he he's made our list before we saw him live at the prince tribute concert in new york city and uh i feel like this is the kind of shit prince should be doing now instead of the stuff he is prince put out two albums this year uh both not great and they're not the two albums we already did an episode on so he put out an additional two albums yeah wow but there's nothing special about them um because it's kind of like a, a mix of like modern and classic R&B. It's like got kind of a black exploitation feel to it, but it's like updated a bit. And uh, also from your hometown, Philadelphia. 
PIA. I was hope I was just making sure you knew what it, what my hometown was. Oh, I know. Uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yep, that's why I have the beard to prove it. But you claim Philadelphia, just like the people like who live in Marin say they're from San Francisco. Um, yeah, I know. When I was in high school, I used to be ashamed from being from the city. I used to when I went to went to college. I was like, I'm from from Philadelphia, but I'm right near the suburbs. Really? I don't know where that shame came from. And then later people were like, well, wouldn't you rather be from Philadelphia? I was like, oh, would I? Okay, I'm from Philadelphia. Yeah, you would. Well, and I then, think. Because like, guys, like, guys from Jersey were like, well, uh, Philadelphia, you know, what part? Oh, uh, they'd say the tail in Jersey. Like, well, that's not Philadelphia. Yeah, it's so fucking weird, man, that people do that. Well, Just... it makes sense. It's like if you say the name of your small town, people are going to like, oh. And where? There's going to be a bunch of questions. But if you say. They know exactly where you're talking about. No, that's true. It's like shorthand, yeah. But Marin is pretty far out. That's like 90 minutes, right? From, uh, well, Marin County, I think, starts once you cross the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, Um, okay. I guess I'm thinking Santa Rosa. But like Marin, yeah, Santa Rosa's pretty far out. And also not in Marin County. Um, Yeah, I don't know. You got anything to say about Bilal? It's good. Yeah. Enjoy. Here you go. because of DuckTales. Not really. It's a great song, and I like that the fact that a song called Headbanging in the Mirror is the exact opposite of the kind of song you would ever headbang to. Yeah, no, it's all mellow. It, Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, uh, The Church, the band The Church, like, maybe Starfish era, like, or, you know, uh, Under the Milky Way era church. Yeah, we'll say what I know. Um, it's a it's a side project of uh, real estate who have made our list before uh, last year, I think. Oh, I didn't know of that. The, yeah, this dude, uh, Matthew Mon, Mondanil. Mondanil! Real estate's one of my... That last uh, album they had is, was one of the best for a long time. I really like that a lot. Yeah, they're really good. It, yeah, just melodic, uh, I don't know, mellow pop, I guess you would call I mean, pop is stretching it, depending on what you consider pop but why do you guys well, i mean why do you think these guys do side projects just to work with other people because sometimes they do side projects where it's mostly the same band yeah maybe it's like you know maybe they got some most bands have like one overbearing fucking person in there who wants to like call all the shots and oh we're not going to do your song we're only going to do my song so maybe it's you know just a bit of that like no nah, i've got to do something to get my songs out where i can sing I, it's like sometimes i do think they do it to like th- their band has a brand and they don't want to go off brand with their music. So they do it as a side project. But I would say this ducktail song is, it fits in with real estate. It's in so with not, real estate. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, I think maybe also he, he decided, Oh, ducktails is a really cool name for a band, but I don't want to get rid of real estate. Let me just do the side project. 
yeah, maybe. I mean, he probably just had like you know a backlog of songs he'd written that didn't you know he didn't want to do a whole real estate album that was just all his shit. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And honestly, who cares? He probably does. It's a good song. Headbanging in yeah. the mirror. Ducktales. Here you is. They were, they are also from New Jersey. Not also, but we were just talking about New Jersey. So they probably say they're from Philadelphia. Or they say they're from New York. Yeah, or New York. You, you got a lot of choices when you're in New Jersey. Like Ben Franklin said, snake that eats its own tail. That or no, was... he said snake with two heads. Did he? Yeah. What a weird phrase to just, I mean, it's totally out of context of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like walking around saying shit. Tripping well, balls. I mean, that's why half. I mean, most of his quotes are. Most of his quotes are terrible, nonsensical things, and then there's a few little diamonds in the in the shit that they put into that uh, Ben Franklin book of quotes. Yeah, when you're. Uh, Rain on a Tuesday means Chinese food today. Yeah, nobody knows what you're talking about, Ben Franklin. In the 1700s, most people didn't know what Chinese food was. Nope, except in China. Even there, they weren't sure. Uh, my pick next, number five, Tamarin, Crane Kiss, and I basically picked this because it's, uh, it's just shoegaze, so, and it sounds, you know, like classic shoegaze from the era, Blush and My Bloody Valentine and stuff. Um, Is Susie and the Banshees shoegaze? No, I wouldn't say so. I'd say post-punk. Huh. Does this remind you of Susie? Yeah. Yeah, a, a bit. I mean, I can see that. Um, they're from New Zealand, and uh, or she is. I mean, I guess it's uh, Tamarin Brown is the the woman's name, but you know, I don't think she does it all herself. Uh, from New Zealand, but now based out of San Francisco. So, a lot of a lot of locals on this list. He's riding that Lord of the Rings money. Yeah, I think everybody in New Zealand um, basically won the lottery when they when they started filming those movies there. It's like Alaska with the oil, where every every citizen got a bunch of cash. Yeah, in New Zealand. Yeah, and uh, like most people who get a lot of cash, they moved out of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Although New Zealand's supposed to be very beautiful. Yeah, but they're like, fuck this backwater. You know, I got Amazon Prime. It takes me four days to get my shit. So, I really like Amazon, and I hate Walmart, and I I, I have trouble reconciling that. Yeah, because. Yeah. Amazon is is as bad, if not worse. No, it's, I won't say it's worse because Amazon is not in, in, not in charge of the supply chain, so they're not they don't have any power in who's making the goods like Walmart does. And Walmart ignores that responsibility and lets 
doesn't care that their children doing it. Did you see that John Oliver thing that came out? No. I mean, it's not nothing he said was new. Right. But it, it's just you know, it's it reinforces. Makes, yeah. Yeah. And, and I've been thinking more and more about it, like when I get closed to think about the companies and see what the record is. And if it, it costs five or six dollars more, that's the way it goes. And and I've always gotten a lot of stuff in thrift stores. And I think that takes a little bit of the guilt off of me when I get it from the thrift store because I'm not encouraging the behavior. Yeah, that's why I just shoplift, dude. Well, that's true, too. But I can't really shoplift when I only like to buy things that were previously on the mannequin. I don't like to get it off the shelf. I like to see what it looks like on a body. Yeah, that's smart. I, uh, I yeah I we all have blood on our hands, dude. I know yep. it's you try to be you know smart, but like everybody's terrible. All these corporations are terrible. Right. Yeah, but it. I mean, it, I think it, it's worth it to it, to know that you have blood on your hands. Yeah, I think so too. And then you can uh, then you can give a big uh, soliloquy out of Macbeth and feel smart. He's the guy that directed Anchorman, right? Macbeth. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Macbeth. It's pretty good. A lot of and Ryan's that, directing now. He's that he has that big short movie out now, which is kind of a you know it's a weird term, big and short. It makes no sense, man. But you know they got uh, Selena Gomez in there to explain it for you. Thank God. Did you watch it? Adam's Family. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. No, I didn't. I didn't watch the big short. Um. Oh, that's right. Gomez Adams. Hey, he has two last names. Weird. Oh, they fucking need to build that fence coming into our country, confusing everybody with their two last names. I Did just... you see Seinfeld on Colbert? No, I haven't seen it yet. Was it good? Yeah. He incredible. did stand up. He did a, a short bit of stand up, not the best, but not terrible either. And then he, he's the conversation. I think as usual, I don't think the stand ups on talk shows are usually the best part or they haven't been for years, but the oh. conversation was funnier. Yeah. They used to be back in the day. They used to be good. Like on Letterman, Letterman, even in Carson, on Carson, I think they had Carson. Yeah. Back in the, have, yeah. Have as much time to do it. So it doesn't, doesn't hit as, as, as hard. Well, and it's also, I think the kind of comedy that we like, those aren't the stand-ups getting on there. That might be true too. Yeah, I think it's it's more. I mean, Seinfeld. I understand. Like he's he's a stand-up. That's what he wants to do. But like he's not really he's not really the zeitgeist of comedy anymore. You right. Know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like watching Bob Hope. I mean, better than that. But anyway, uh, I don't think we played this yet, did we? This is a uh, Tamarin Crane Kiss.
batter up. Do you think that song is a reference to uh, the Karate Kid? Oh, I I think it has to be. That was his signature move, the crane kiss. It was actually the crane kick, but... No, you didn't see him, like, puckering his lips while he was doing it? They wanted you to think it was the crane kick, but secretly it was the crane kiss. That's how he... That's how he uh, outfoxed them. I think we're arguing over semantics. I think so, too. And also arguing over a really shitty movie. Although... You know what? I think maybe the theme song from that movie will be the ending song on this episode. If I can find it. Because, like, you have to buy the whole fucking album on iTunes. You can't just buy the song. What song is it? Nope. Um, You're the best around. Huh. Nothing's ever going to keep you down. Um, yeah. It's your pick. The Minor Birds. Semantics. Oh, just what we were arguing over. But we don't argue over this. This is a wonderful song. And I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, I, I know. Like um, a, lot of, a lot of the songs we pick, I usually hear it and say, this is exactly like so-and-so or whatever. But this one, I think it's kind of its own thing. Yeah, the only the only thing I got was it kind of like the singer reminds me of Jenny Lewis from Rilo Kiley. Um, but, but it's like got a more dreamy atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like synth and guitar, uh, male and female singing in the chorus. So yeah, it's cool. Uh, just more, more of the stuff we like. It, this is all going to be of a piece, except for the Bilal. Um, here is the Minor Birds semantics. You say you always feel like empty. I'm just a real fool To think of changing my semantics Could ever break any rules Water, my love, we could be changing like water But sometimes you're as hard as the ice inside me We don't always have choices like this. I just think this, the second half of this year was a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff was was pretty good. Yeah, I I feel like there was no standouts. Uh, I think the whole year there's a couple that I thought were standouts, but nothing. Other years there have been songs that just that I could easily rank as the, my favorite song, and I don't really think there was one this year. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it's more consistent, I guess, and not as much, not as many breakout. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. And the, of the that one, rap, the one hip hop, what's the guy's name? Chance. Chance the rapper. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, but he didn't have anything this year, or didn't have anything you put on your list. 
No, I know. I, have, I actually really like the uh, Black Alicia song from this year. That almost made my list, but uh, didn't quite. Anyway, my next pick, number seven, lucky number eleven. You know what's sad? I bet nobody we know has seen lucky number eleven, and yet we all know of lucky number eleven just because it's such a stupid fucking title. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I thought I, I thought you were insulting me for not seeing the classic. I what mean, I was. In, I was insulting us both. I don't know. Yeah, but we do know the title. It's yeah, exactly. I think it's got Josh Hartnett, so that I that was probably why I didn't see it. Um, my pick is for number seven, the radio department. This repeated sodomy. Um, Sweden, out of Sweden, started out kind of, kind of shoegazy, and then electronic, and then this is I don't know. It's not fully electronic, you know. It's whatever, kind of lush, pretty, pop, yeah. Pretty, and then the words not so pretty, uh, as you might guess from a song titled "This Repeated Sodomy." But uh, let's give you, let's give you a taste. You wet your beaks. Here you go. Now, this one I want to say, well, no, go go for it. You talk about it. <laughs> Rose McDowell, Crystal Days. I, I really want to, this is definitely one of the ones where I'd say it, felt, it feels like an 80s song. And that's because it is an 80s song, which I didn't know until I was doing the research. I didn't know that. So, so this is like a re-release of an old song? A song that was never released until now uh, so technically it's a 2013 song but it was actually recorded like 86 or 87 um which is why it's got the feel so right i guess yeah spot on not i'm glad i didn't say this is a a, a song that it could only be made in 2016 or because i'd really be an idiot <laughs> yeah so technically this should have been on my like reissues so was it on a but... A CD with a bunch of new stuff, or just a nope, song you heard? It's, okay. No, it's it's on a CD that she released of all a bunch of unreleased stuff from like '86 to '88. Oh, okay. And she she was in the, uh, an '80s band Strawberry Switchblade, who I liked uh, from Scotland. And uh, but you know what? It counts because it's never seen the light of day. And so it's not really a reissue. It's a never heard before. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why. It's, it's great. It would have fit in there. It would have been popular then, too. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Who can say what the record companies think? Um, yeah, but 80s, that's really all you have to say. And you'll hear it when we play it, which will be right now.
Hey, this... Uh, we haven't said the song yet. Oh, Cold Beat, Cracks. This will be the first song of this 2015 Best of Music Part 2 where I say driving because it definitely has a driving beat. Oh, shit. Your favorite, your favorite uh, adjective. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, old school dark wave. Uh, they're from San Francisco again. Uh, the the main woman Hannah Lou is uh, is from this band Grass Widow, who have made my lists before. Um, and then you know she went off to do her own thing. Yeah, I don't even know what else to say. Like, what do you call it? Cold wave or dark wave? Um, it's good. I like. Hey, you know how people say, like, me likey? Yeah. It's kind of racist, right? Is it just me? I'm not getting the racism. Oh, I don't know. I always think of it, like, in terms of, like, me so horny type Uh, speech. But maybe not. Maybe I'm racist for thinking that. Oh, I think you might be right, because Modern Family, a show I love, is often racist, and they use that... The, the phrase me liking in a recent episode. Yeah, that's what made me think of it, actually. Well, I also I just said I like, um, which is much less racist. Unless you're Cambodian. Anyway, here is Cold Beat with Cracks. halfway point my song is going to be halfway yeah summer twins stop and go and i picked this song because i like it a lot it's really sweet and it's nice but the opening of it reminds me a lot of a beautiful south song i don't remember which one off the top of my oh, head but shit. every, t- every yeah. time i hear the start of it I'm like oh oh no it's different but yeah it's a great song yeah it's indie pop they're from uh from riverside but now i think they're up here in northern california um Summer Twins. Yeah, what are you going to say, man? It's just good songs. Stop trying to pigeonhole us. Asses. Here's Summer Twins. Stop and go.
All right, and now we are literally halfway through our lives. Ooh, boy, that's a tough thing to take. Not really. Have it it's already for... been long for me. Yeah, I'm like, so fuck, that's... 45 more years? Well, that's kind of the point. That's a tough thing to take. There's more to it. I know. I thought I was at the finish line. Yeah, I. it would be nice if it could all just end. Mm-hmm. But I well, guess... Now, you're, now you sound like ISIS. Oh, I thought that was a quote from Shazam. Yeah, I guess I guess our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has other plans for us, Pat. We've got uh we we have to actually try to accomplish something in the with the remainder of our lives, I'm guessing. Hopefully it's like getting high score on some video game or something cuz that's something I can do. Yeah, I saw a documentary about that. Oh, uh my name is Kong. A fistful of quarters. Yeah, I think this has been, uh, this is a good list so far. Yeah, that's, the pr- problem is the second half of the list is terrible. Yeah, sorry. You might might as well tune out now. That's yeah. not true at all. Your no. favorite, your favorite month was September for music. Yeah. And mine was either July, which we've already passed, or November, which is in the future. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen in November. Of this year or last year? Last year. Uh, I mean, we're not up to it yet in this podcast, so. Not much. No. I think Paris will be cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Paris Um, right? Yeah. She's always cool. Well, I guess we should take... She's still famous, or is that... Is her time done? I don't know, man. I gotta look at my, uh... I gotta look at my flash-in-the-pan timetable. But I think... I think her time's done. I always used to defend her. Not because I thought she had any reason to be famous, but I'm like, she didn't do anything like bad, but she became famous, and she used that fame to make a lot of money, and she already had a lot of money, and I think that's impressive. Eh, I think uh, it'd be more impressive if she like used her money for good. Well, but... maybe she does. Who knows? But yeah, that's true. In any case, it's time for a break, ache, ache, ache. So, Breaky uh, heart. We will be right back with more of the best of 2015. Part two. Yeah. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing, steeplechasing, the Reformation, transubstantiation, Brian Stucker's creation, the land of the Thracians, and right back to the stars. All right, we're back. Uh, Welcome to Hackbeat 2016, where John and Pat will tell you how to get into private systems. We just had a huge, long conversation about hacking, uh, which I uh, would like to get into. So if anybody, you know, is a hacker out there listening and uh, has some tips, email us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Address it to Pat, please, in case the NSA is watching. Thank you. Uh, number. If the NSA were watching, I wonder where they put the camera. Probably in that clock. 
I always hated that clock. Dude, what do you think a webcam is? Oh, man. Um, number 11. My pick, again, I get to start them off both times. Uh, Bayo, Sister of Pearl. Um, now, is there is there name of their band a reference? I thought it was, and I thought, you know, that would be funny. But no, the dude's name is actually Chris Bayo. Ah, a relation? Uh. Not that I know of. Here's something I didn't know until doing research. Uh, Basis for Vampire Weekend, who I don't care for so much. But uh, no, this is very good. I don't. I think I've heard some Vampire Weekend I like. Yeah, it's it's not just not really my thing. But uh, but I really like this. Yeah, and it's got like. I guess he's in London now, so I don't know if he's still with them. Who knows? Uh, who cares? But it's kind of yeah. It's he does. Once I listen to it, I'm like, oh yeah, I can see like little. Little hints that, you know, he's in Vampire Weekend. It's got that, like, tink- tinkling uh, piano thing going throughout. And then it's yeah. got, like, the... the uh, His voice goes really deep for, like, the chorus. And it's kind of, like, old-school uh, synth pop, poppy. But uh, just catchy, I think. I'm surprised that, uh, that he was in Vampire Weekend. Yeah, I really like this one. And Pat has nothing else to say about it. So... I do, but I refuse to say it. Let's play Bayo, Sister of Pearl. This is another one that I had on my list, and I was glad you picked, so I could make room for others. Uh, the creases point. Uh, one of the things I like about this song is the opening. It feels very epic, like you're, it's like it's like movie music. Yeah, and it's it's a uh, although it's you know it's indie pop, but yeah, kind of like some of the Cinerama stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like yeah, I like it. It's like it's got kind of a wistfulness, even though it's like upbeat music. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kind of reminds me of another Australian band, which these guys are, uh, the Luxmiths, who kind of, I always like that. I don't know. It's all poppy, but, you know, there's an undercurrent of kind of melancholy. I'm nodding my head, Jess. Oh, thanks. NSA is probably picking that up. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't do that since it's only the NSA that's listening and they don't pay the advertisers like other people do. Nope. Uh, oh yeah, and this week's episode brought to you by Monsanto. Monsanto and Dow Chemical. They bring you more so you can get more. 
Dow Chemical bought Roman Haas, a Philadelphia-based chemical company that smells in Bristol, Pennsylvania. Oh, Bristol. Is that like a is that like a shit town out there? It's it's it has some shit, but it has some nice too. It's kind of a mix. Oh, just like life. <laughs> what what makes you say it's a shit town? Oh, apparently we have a listener from from Croydon. So please enjoy uh, Burger at oh Dog and Bull, one of my favorite places ever. In fact, when Shannon was visiting, I took her there because it was an easy way to get her on the train. Dog and Bull Tavern, awesome place. You know, an easier way to get her on the train uh, is wave some schnapps under her nose. Um, yeah, and if you are listening from Croydon, please don't mug us. The creases point. Here you go. Vision, named after the Avenger, I assume, and not the sense. There's apparently a new comic that I haven't read. I'll probably read it when it comes to Marvel Unlimited uh, called The Vision Family. Vision and his entire family. It looked kind of ridiculous and funny. Now, how can an android have a family, I ask you? Those are questions that will be answered in the comic. Available at your local comic stop. This episode brought to you by The Vision Family, a subsidiary of Dow Chemical. There is soon going to be a uh, weekly sitcom coming from NBC that details the workings of a superhero and the superhero universe, the, the company that cleans that cleans up after the superheroes. Is that it's based on the office? A real fact? That is a real fact. Oh, that sounds like that'll last. Um, yeah, vision. What I need. Uh, nothing special, you know. It's just the kind of thing. It's kind of reminds me of Jesus and Mary Chain a little bit. Um. They're from L.A. They're brothers. Uh, just, just uh, energetic, you know. Great guitar. Yeah. All the way through. Energetic pop rock, I guess. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, I like it. So here's Vision. What I need. Something to say, and now I'm telling you, don't take my soul away from me. It isn't easy to 
about that song i don't think they, they like specify what exactly it is that they need that's a pain that must be a sequel yeah i get yeah i guess they'll do a part two part two will be the list yeah the legend of curly's gold i uh, list, i finished listening to uh serial and now i'm on to the second season oh I, i'm kind of lost on why they chose this is oh i'm not lost after listening to the first episode i understood why they chose it but it's still it's it's weird it's a weird choice of what to to uh, yeah, it's so high profile. Like we all exactly. knew this story. I was yeah, hoping for another uh, little known one. I think it won't be as popular because it, because it's so so well known. People are like I already know, but it is interesting that they they somehow hooked up with this. Have you listened to the first episode nope. yet? I have not. So, uh, the they hooked up with a documentary maker who has has like twenty four hours of conversation with the guy. So they have a lot to play and this is the only place he's talking. So this is the way to see, to hear her, his side of the story. Yeah. I mean, I will, I will listen to it. It's on my iPod. I just haven't gotten around to it. Catching up on comedy bang bangs. I haven't listened to all the best of. I actually skipped ahead to the first of the year because I love the best of, but they're long. They're yeah. So long. So I listened to the first of the year, which was awesome. Horatio Sands and Jean Raffio, whatever his real name is. Yeah. Ben Schwartz. Anti-Semite. I have not listened to the Crack Podcast, but I hear that's good, and that's now an advertiser on Comedy Bang Bang. Eh. Not I that listened good? to a few. I didn't care for it yeah. so much. It's kind of, They're kind of bro-y on there. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, he does. Your pick, which was also on my list. Oh. I've, I've lost my place here. Uh, the Chills. Silver Bolts. Yes. If um, it, I don't know. It's great. It's <laughs> it's a fun like uh, part of the fun of the song is that there's a little story to it. <laughs> yeah, about vampires and werewolves and but it's also just that guitar and his voice they combine combine it in a, in a different sort of way. This is one that I I kind of hear like a '60s vibe to it. Yeah, it's definitely. Its thing. It's its own thing as well. So I, I like it a lot. Well, and the, I guess we'll say that every time. They are. Uh... They're another 80s band who just reformed after decades. Uh, Where are they from? New Zealand. And they had a, a a great song in the 80s called Pink Frost. I guess that was their biggest hit, if you could call it a hit. It's their most well-known, probably. Um, and also, uh, one of my most specific playlists ever uh, was a playlist I made that was just two songs, and it was... Songs from 1984 by indie rock bands about a woman dying that have pink in the title. <laughs> and it was Pink Frost by them and uh, Pink Turns to Blue by Husker Du. So, have you, you ever gone back to that playlist and say, oh, I can add this song now? No, I know. I, see. I searched all over 84 for songs about women dying with pink in the title. Nope. But yeah, The Chills, uh, great song. Silver Bullets, glad they're back. Here you go. That was on your list until you heard my yeah, list? Yeah, until I saw your list. Yep, it was on mine. Um, and here it is.
from New York, although they sound like they're from uh, the UK. They've made my lists before, plenty of times. Um, usually more like kind of 80s pop uh, and like lush pop. This one's more, this one reminds me more of like a postcard records band from the 80s, like Orange Juice or something. Um, it's very sparse. Yeah, yeah, which I, I like. Uh, I just like the sound this sound a lot um probably not for everybody the pop's kind of more hidden in this than in a lot of their other songs but uh i I just like that guitar sound a lot yeah yeah i like it too so uh i'm not gonna talk too much about it here's pains of being pure at heart with hell The chap. He'd rather die. He's getting ready. It starts really discordant, but that's not why I like about it. It's, that's okay. But I just like just all throughout the song the the call and response between the the guy and the girl. Yeah, uh, and she just keeps saying, "Yeah, he'd rather die. He's getting ready." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely got like kind of early new wave, you know, post punk mm-hmm. sound. Um, good lyrics. They they are British. Whistling. Whistling, whistling in the valley. Just like uh, John Wayne. Famous movie whistler. Oh, I thought you meant John Wayne Gacy. Famous killing whistler. Yeah, I bet he did whistle a lot. I bet he whistled that uh, song from M. Anyway. That will be a little bit on the nose, don't you think? Here, Gint. On the big red nose. Yeah, the chap. Uh, bunch of limeys. I don't think there's enough clan porn. I wouldn't know. I bet there's a lot, though. I don't think there's enough. However amount there is, there's not enough. Wouldn't clown porn 
really fall under the title of uh, horror? Depends on if you're the clown or the clown all. That's true. Is that the technical technical term, clown all? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's kind of a Middle Eastern A-H. thing. It's A-H, clown all. Yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Uh, I love when you have me. This is sad. Here's the chap. He'd rather die. He's getting ready. Stevenson, who has been on this list before, because I realized when I was researching her, she's we talked about her on the podcast because uh, she's, she's from, awesome. Yeah, she's from Long Island. Her father is the one who wrote the Little Drummer Boy, and Do You Hear What I Hear? That's what I that's what stuck out to me. I remember talking about. Um, and I I'm surprised this wasn't on my list, but it wasn't because it is on your list. But it's awesome and has her awesome voice, but also the the music goes all over the place during the song, and I like that. Oh, yeah. And the lyrics are cool. Yeah, Jellyfish, um, where she talks about how she's a worthless piece of shit. Um, and so is the person she's singing to, basically. But, yeah, Laura Stevenson, you know, it's another one of those, like, just energetic bursts of of pop. Uh, I don't know. Kind of 90s indie-ish, I guess. But... It's own thing, too, though. Yeah, it is. No, it and it... Like it definitely it's, sticks in your head. Unlike the Joanna Gruesome, I I feel like this like Joanna Gruesome is very nineties ish, and I just feel like this one is just very much of itself. It's, yeah, I know. No, it is. I'm just trying to like give a you know some kind of frame of reference place. for yeah, it. But yeah. but yeah, well you can figure it out. Here's Jellyfish by Laura Stevenson.
As a le the leaf library library. Asleep between stations. And I love it because it reminds me so much of Stereo Lab. I knew. I knew it was yeah, Stereo Lab slash Yola Tango. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Yola Tango. Um, but it has the the kind of the, the guitar noise with the beautiful voices underneath that noise. Yeah, it's got that. And the... shout out to Yola Tango. We both almost put them on the list, but we figure we talk about them enough without putting them on the I mean they're awesome and famous. They don't need to be on this list, but they had a good song this year. What was it called? Uh, it was called Rilo Kylie. Awesome. Yeah. No, I can't. Shit, I know. I'm blanking on the title right now, too. Um, somewhere there in our email, but why? Rickety. Rickety, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's got the Krautrock beat. They are from London, although I guess they relocated to Reading. I don't know why one would do that. Redding, California, or Redding, Pennsylvania? Because there is no other Reddings. Oh, Redding, no, Redding Terminal. Ah. They just busk there. That's in Atlantic City. Mm -hmm. I know that because it's a part of Monopoly. Yeah, Redding Terminal. That's the big money. Uh, yeah, it's a good song. Uh, this was another one that I had uh, maybe for my list. It was it was on the edge. So here's the Leaf Library, Asleep Between Stations. to it number 19 my pick wild nothing tv queen another one sounds like british but actually from virginia huh yeah. no i would not have guessed that i know uh main man jack tatum is the the main dude yeah kind of shoegazy kind of indie pop a um, little bit melancholy in feel and technically a song from 2016 because the album hasn't been released yet but they released this song early so it went into the 2015 mix. And Very haunting, his voice. Yeah, I really like it. Um, yeah, it's great. Who knew Virginia? I guess there is a Santa Claus, Virginia. His name is Jack Tatum. Here's Wild Nothing, TV Queen. Oh, 
finally down to the last song. Make it count, Pat. Eleanor Friedberger. He didn't mention his mother. Ah, you blew it. Damn it. That didn't sound impressive at all. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Anyway, this is a very pretty song. She has a great voice, and it's just... It's mellow and sweet and nice. This is very simple. Yeah, she is. She was uh, used to be in the band Fiery Furnaces. Ah, yeah. I didn't recognize her voice, but I didn't put it to that because Fiery Furnaces is couldn't be more different than this song. No. They had a lot of electronic noise going on, and but this is just this is like seventies singer songwriter, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with very mild electronics going on, just like for shading. The beginning, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But but nothing you know squawky or crazy like fiery furnaces. No, uh, that, fiery furnaces are great too. So yeah, but totally different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know even like some echoes of like REM. I I feel like in the in the guitar playing, not the drummer. The drummer doesn't sound REM-ish, but um, or the drums on this. Um, another one technically from 2016. I uh, will want to listen to this entire album, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, from Illinois, and uh, one fact I didn't know, uh, the song by Franz Ferdinand, Eleanor Put Your Boots On, is dedicated to her, because I guess she dated the singer of that band for a while. Neat. Yeah, which is also a good song. Um, but yeah, let's finish it up with Eleanor Friedberger. He didn't mention his mother. Here you go. again we did it we have determined scientifically the best songs of the year really we've determined the 40 best songs of the year but these were the 20 of the second half yeah so it was hard uh, work i wore a lap jacket for half of it i know i was using i was using all kinds of beakers and stuff until i figured i didn't need them although i did uh, create life uh out of a piece of bread so did you immediately snuff that life out because it was not meant for this world? Yeah, it was an abomination. Good. Yeah. Abom- Didn't want to have to deal with the after effects of that particular maneuver. No. I mean, we all see- seen what happened with God when God tried to create shit. <laughs> yeah, we guy came out. Fucked everything up. Fully formed. Fully formed from a woman's rib. Recommendations. 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 You got one? I do. Oh. 
Uh, Shocked. Between the World and Me, a book written by Tanish. Ta, how do you say his name? Tanishi Coates, uh, the writer for The Atlantic. Sure. You don't know who I'm talking about? I do, but yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that shit. Oh, okay, I was hoping you did. Anyway, it's a, it's, a, it's a heartbreaking and wonderful book. It's written in the form of a letter to his son about growing up black in the United States. And uh, basically, on it's it starts with the night that uh, the that uh, the guy that killed Michael Brown and Ferguson got off without being indicted and how his son was upset about that. And just goes on from there and it tells about his life growing up in Baltimore, going to Howard and just, just a really well-written, wonderful book that everyone should read. And it's like, if there's some, there's some topics on race that people might not agree, but this is a book that no matter where you are on the topic, you should read because it's, it's well thought out. And it's well written. So yeah, between the world and me, heartbreaking, well written, good book. Sounds like he banged that out. Maybe he was like working on it uh, beforehand, and then the the Ferguson thing happened. And he like added that to the beginning. Maybe it's a short book. So. Oh okay, yeah. So maybe he did just bang it out. Um, well, I'm gonna recommend a book by Carrie Brownstein of Slater Kinney and Portlandia. Oh, that... Hunger makes me a modern girl. I'm not finished yet, but it's very good. I can't really see it turning into shit at the end, so I'm going to recommend it. That's her autobiography, right? Yeah, she's a good writer. She was in Philly for that book, but it was like $50 to see, and it was I found out about the night before, so I didn't go. But yeah, that sounds good. I, I look forward, forward to reading that. Yeah, I actually bought it in hardcover, which I try not to do, but fuck it. Oh, uh, there's someone else, another ro- a rocker from Kim Gordon. Yeah, how's that book? I read the first like ten, ten or five or ten pages of Barnes and Noble, and it seems like a pretty good. Have you read any of that? Yeah, yeah, I'm reading that uh, concurrently with uh, Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl. Which is better? I I have to say the Carrie Brownstein one. I I think she's just overall a better writer. Okay, yeah. Um, so that makes the difference for me. Uh, but but they're both worth reading. For what sure. can't she do? I mean, she's great at, at, at comedy. She's a great songwriter, singer, singer instrumentalist, everything. musician. I guess would be the succinct That's the way word of pointing I was it. For musician, yes. And uh, so, is there something she can do? She's, needlepoint. I've seen her on talk shows. Nope, she can do that. So she can do needlepoint. I actually have a, a wall hanging that's a picture of the needlepoint she won awards for in the 2013 needlepoint uh, convention in Ogden, Utah. Well, you know, there is one thing she can't do, and it's really weird, too, because uh, she can cook, like, a amazing, like, four-course meal, like, chef level. Mm-hmm. Can't make a salad. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. there you go. There's her kryptonite. Yep. Did you see the old Navy commercials that her and Fred Armisen? Yeah, so weird. Really weird. And then I was on Facebook, and there was a version of that ad that must have aired in Spanish-speaking countries. But it also has Fred Armisen in it. He's just in the opposite role. He plays the person who's not sitting at the table. And the nurse from um, that show, Zach Praff, was the one sitting at the table. But the kids were exactly the same. Oh. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess he... Yeah, he's not as big a deal in uh, in Spanish-speaking countries. If that's the case, then maybe you're right. Why is he even in the ad? That's true. <laughs> well, because they already had the set there. He was on set. <laughs> yeah. 
They're he like, insisted. fuck it. That was part of his contract. He wants to be in other countries. I can't wait to see the Swedish version. Yeah, this was a good, uh, good year for music again. If you know where to look. I think so. I, 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 there's always good stuff coming out. And I, when, I don't like it when people say there's no good music anymore. I feel like that there's either either a they're stuck in the past or b they just don't feel like looking. They don't want to look, yeah. I'm, yeah, I know. I hear people say that too, and I'm like, well, where, what are you listening to? Are you listening to the radio? Of course, there's not. Like all the radio stations are owned by Clear Channel, right? They're they're playing the same playlists. But even there, you, there's college radio stations in any big urban market. So if you're close to a big city, you'll you'll probably find a station that's playing interesting things. Like here we have XPN, which doesn't always play good stuff, but sometimes does. And the, the Princeton radio station that always plays weird stuff, but once in a while they'll have something new and good. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you're not near a big city where, where there's a college, just kill yourself. What are you doing with your life? Or just you know, KXP screen streams. And like, if that's not your kind of music, there's all kinds of streaming stuff that plays new music all over the internet. So if you can't find good music, don't say it's because there's no good music out there and there's no good new music. It's your fault. Yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah. You're a failure in life and you should probably, um, get better. Yeah. You can always get better. It gets better. I'm going to start up a YouTube thing on that. It gets better. I bet it'll be a hit. What, what, what is the gets better from what? Oh, and from, from, uh, yeah, growing up rural. The rural juror. The rural juror. I've been watch, rewatching Thirty Rock, and it it's very good. Oh, I'm sure it holds up. Yeah. Um, I've been watching. Well, we just started watching the second season of. Uh, God damn it, Andy Daly. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's based on my recommendation last week. Yeah. Um, all I can think of is revenge, and that's not what it's called. So, review. I, review. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot that there's actual title to the show. I I was listening to Judge John Hodgman yesterday, and he recommend people listen to the Andy Daly podcast. The what was it called? The podcast pilot project. Oh yeah. I list, tried to listen to that a long time ago, and I couldn't get into it. But I think I'll give it another try. Yeah, I might too. I know. I mean, he's not still doing it, right? It's just no. It's, it's all it's, yeah. It's, it's something that still exists in the past. I found a couple of interesting podcasts that are science fiction based. That I tried listening to recently and they're, they're pretty good. I, it's only based on two or three listens. So that doesn't mean anything. So I'll yeah, sometimes you get into something and then you, for whatever reason, just drift away from it. So I listened to Cyril, like I mentioned in, in the first few episodes of Cyril, every single time that they're advertising for this thing, the message. And I thought that it was a real thing and I listened to it and it's, it's just fiction, but it was pretty fun. Did you listen to it? No. It was it was a, a fictional account of what would happen if there not what would happen it was just a fictional account of a a message being brought broadcast to the planet Earth from aliens. Oh, I thought it was going to be what would happen if uh, what how OJ would have done it if he actually did it. The, I I don't know if it, I don't when it happened I had no interest in OJ trial and I have no interest in retrospect what happened and I don't care he's probably in jail as as far as I know I don't really know but. He is in jail for something else, but I'm very much intrigued by that show that's coming out on FX. Wait, what is it? I don't know. It's a oh, biopic. Oh, the, it's a TV show. It's the I think it's called the. Oh, I've seen that up. from FX, but Ma- Michael Michael Morris, please listen for my typing. I think it's called like the Trial of the Century or something, and it it's it stars uh, John Travolta as Kardashian. It has um, what's the as guy? Chloe Kardashian. 
Yep. It has what's the guy from uh, uh, the oh Ryan Murphy's behind it, so it's probably going to be t- terrible. Cuba Gooding Jr. plays OJ. Uh, oh. It has a pretty good cast aside from those two, <laughs> but I'm just intrigued by it. I I get the feeling it's going to be terrible, but I'm still intrigued by it. Yeah, how could it not be? What what station is it on? FX. Oh, so that gives you pause. Because they do good things. They do good things. But, yeah, I don't know. Ten, ten episodes. Is uh, Tina Fey playing Marsha Clark? Uh, I can only pray. When's that coming back? I don't know. You know Netflix, they take a long time between their series. Except well, for Transparent, actually. That seemed to get pretty quick. Transparent being on Amazon Prime might not have the same timing as Netflix. Thank you. Daredevil's coming back in March. Oh, they're doing another season of Daredevil? Yep. Oh, I thought Daredevil. it was I thought it was going to be one season for all of them and then they were going to like form up as like the champions or something. Um, I think it's called The Defenders and I I think it's the other shows that are getting one season, but I'm not sure about that. But yeah, Daredevil's coming back with with other people in the cast, so it should be pretty good. They should give Jessica Jones another season cuz that was yeah, better, they than, should. better than Daredevil not, in my opinion. I'm not I'm not done yet, but it it has been better than Daredevil. It, and I think it ha- I think it's it really has cross like I think people who don't like superhero shows and movies would like Jessica Jones. Oh, me too. Totally. It's not it's not it's a PI show, but not even that. It's 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 just the, like the story of powerlessness and struggle. It's so good. I think my only complaint about it is unlike most shows when they're short like this, I'm fine because I think the show is improved by not having too many episodes. I think Jessica Jones with 10 more episodes would have been a better show. And I'm here's why. I think they could have done the like the overarching plot, but also had a few standalone episodes. Standalone, of yeah. Being a PI, which would have been wonderful. So I think, I think most shows that's, I think Daredevil is a perfect length, like 12 episodes was perfect, but I think with Jessica Jones, they could have done more and it would have been even better. But I have no complaints about the show. I love it. I'm not finished. I have two episodes left, but so far it's been perfect. All right. Well, after you finish that, start the wire. It's a new year. Been trying this for four years now. So what is the wire about? Is is from what I understand, it's about arts and crafts in uh, Western Maryland. It is, yeah. It's it's about uh, making pinatas and the stuff you put into them. Not always candy, unless you count nose candy. Uh, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Now you go. Rate us highly on iTunes and like us on Facebook, and most importantly. Tell your friends. Tell your friends you love them, too, when, while you're telling them something. Yeah. Just be, be an asshole. Friend. It's a new year. Why don't you have a resolution of be nice to all your friends, including John and I, who are your friends. So write to us and tell us you love us. With John all your and heart. me. John and I. Because I think it's John and I, because you, if you say the sentence without John. So write, write to us and tell I. Yeah. Oh, fine. you're right. Yeah. All right. I guess that does it. So maybe next time we'll do uh, Blazing Saddles versus the Adam Sandler movie. The Hateful Eight. Uh, Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Try to be best, cause you're only a man, and a man's got to learn to take it. Try to believe, though the going gets rough, that you gotta hang tough to make it. History repeats itself, try and you succeed. Never doubt that you're the one, and you can have your dreams. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down
Stop.